Hello and herchers welcome to Mouthy Press of WXW Review Podcast in English. I'm in with Mike Kilby and Mike, how's the since Slackfest been? Oh, coming down, aren't we? Um, heading into the deep, dark winter. Um, but the closer we are to uh, Christmas, the closer we are to Carrot. So that's always the good thing. Um, it sounds like someone's flicked a switch. Like, I swear last weekend was like mid-twenties and now took the dog out uh, early in the week. Absolute torrential downpours. Yeah. Like, what else happened last week? Yeah, you change the clock and it's horrible. Um, <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, you, you you get into this time of year, and it's just like as, as soon as as soon as Tagfest finishes or whatever the October one usually is, it's just like okay, well that's the end of the year now. Uh, there's probably a York call to go, and that's about it. Uh, and that's pretty much what, I've, what we've got left, really, isn't it? Just gotta stock, Yeah, you gotta st- stock up on the vitamin D, and you're all right. But it's um, yeah, hey, we're we're on the we're on the road to carrot now, aren't we? It'll just be two names so far. Um, guess not my sheet, so let's see if I can get memory course. Well, talk about last time, Masha Slamovich and David Richards. We'll yeah. be getting a few more names soon. But um, after Carrot, Drexler uh, announced they're returning to England next year. Uh, yeah. Announced the last progress show, the name of which I haven't written down. Um, Wrestling Witch Face, I think it was something like that. Wrestling Witch Face, I think, yeah. They announced that Drexler is having a presence on night one of next year's Super Strong Style tournament. Uh, yeah. on the date calendar, that's May 27th. Uh, there's going to be standalone double shows well in the evening, both of them at the Tuffnell Park Dome in London. Uh, the rest of Strong Style is going to be the Electric Ballroom, so I, I think this is more just a uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, it's over bank holiday weekend. Ballroom is usually blocked off on a Saturday for some club night, so I yes. guess it figures and nothing to do with the scary ticket sales, but. Some progress shows had this year of tournaments, but um... well, I think it's a combination of terrible ticket sales that Progress have had for the past well four years. Let's face it, terrible ticket sales they've had for the past four years. Um, they well, I think previously Strong Style Weekend probably justified the ballroom keeping them in there on the Saturday. Yeah, but now, yeah, not a chance. Um, we're not a Progress podcast, but like they did that Atlas tournament thing over Easter, yeah. and. I remember watching it back when I would go for reviews for progress and it's like that was scary. Like two of two before well, three before sides of the dome had crowds with like just one bare wall. It's like that's not yeah. good. Like I, you, you... I, I tell you what, this this announcement, WXW returning to on Strong Style Weekend is the most interaction that our corner of Twitter has given inter- given progress and they've not been shitting on it. It's the it most I've seen in about three uh, years. Last uh, couple of weeks back, sorry, has been dropped. Yeah, but it was like the the that's that's a brilliant. It, it's it's the best thing that progress can do. And joy, it's the, it's the um, you know, it, progress is is dead for emotion as as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, but um, you know, there's more there's more buzz about this WXW show on that weekend than any other thing that's been announced for progress in years. I see more people saying, oh, I'm up for that than anything. Like, I've not, not even like York Hall shows, you know, with the big the big Rev Pro main events. I've not even seen them shows get as many people sort of go, oh yeah, I'm up for a trip down to London as much as this. And I think it shows how much goodwill that WXW still has post-COVID, post-speaking out and things like that. Yep. That people still want to go and see this. Um and I think um yeah, absolutely brilliant. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping this is 
we said just before we came online uh, on the show, but we were saying that you know Progress is booking a decent number of XW people now. Not enough, in my opinion, but they are still booking a decent number of them. And well, I tell you what, they, they need to be looking at the buzz they're getting from this and kind of thinking, well, maybe we could bring them more over more regularly because yep. they're obviously bigger draws than half the clowns they've got on their roster. I mean, like we had the GCW in the year back, pretty much sold out for ballroom, so yeah. the promotion's way to go. I mean, obviously, directly, not the first show in Britain. They've had five so far, all of them, all but one at Tottenham Park Dome. Uh, we're not counting the... You no know, deathmatch thing, the you know, PCW co post stuff they did a few years back. But, um, yeah, last 29 Road Six Gold event, which saw, yeah. saw Mark Davidson and uh, Shakira Iria book their spots in Carrot 2019. That's yeah. a date stamp on it. Along with Absolute Andy, he defended his unified world title there. And, yeah, that's a hell of a date stamp, if anything. Absolute yeah, I, I think there's been some great matches on the, on the oh, Dome shows. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know. For obvious reasons, not good, but like the the there was the four way which was um, Walker, Star, Banks, and Dragonov. Obviously, that's a time capsule. But that that main event in London was really good. There was the Bones versus Banks main event, which was pretty good. Um, I think about um, the TK Cooper Bobby Guns match was being quite a quite a strong one. Um, you had Killer it's Kelly versus Millie McKenzie, which sorry. We also have the strongest foot forward on the London shows, even if some of the yeah. names, unfortunately, can't uh, speak long. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, it's um, yeah, but within within the time period, they were excellent matches. Um, yeah, and like you kind of had, um, like a, the other one that jumps out is Killer Killer Kelly versus Millie McKenzie, where Kelly gets split open, and it's sort of, I almost feel that that show was the show where. The world and WXW kind of went, oh, look, Kelly's Kelly's good good stuff because I think she was still kind of finding her feet after that carrot, wasn't she? Yeah. But then then Kelly splits herself open and everyone's like, yeah, she's good. Um, Made a T-shirt, yeah. and that's the best way to go for Exactly, exactly. And um, you know, thanks thanks to the <laughs> thanks to the uh, NHS for uh, stapling her all up. But um, yeah, I think. Um, brilliant brilliant idea i hope that there will be enhanced um there'll be more wxw things on progress shows going up towards it um i think you could you know i'd i'd love it if they did a 16 karat qualifier at a progress show i think that would be perfectly reasonable thing to do logical um, as well doing the core promotion stuff yeah completely logical and i always felt that it's um yeah, I, I've always thought that Progress kind of used WXW when it's convenient for them, but actually, surely, surely at this point, Progress would want to be tagging on as much WXW as possible, surely. Well, Alpha 2 one certainly feels hot from the other, but we'll see what we've got. I mean, we've announced the 2023 dates, for London at least, so plenty of uh, opportunity there, but um, other international stuff from WXW, and Marsh, if you listen to this, I'm going to butcher this name, I'm sorry. They're doing a show with Body Slam at the Scrowin and Alborg on July, uh, January 14th. Yeah, um, that's the first time they've obviously had Body Slam on the uh, now and Friends showcases. Yeah, uh, but first time they're you know implicitly working together in a show together. And I think the poster they've had, I think Bobby Guns is the main one they've had on it. So 
obviously more names as we get nearer, but um, yeah, there's been a fair few WXW names on Body Slam cards. Like, yeah. uh, obviously, we think uh, Vincent Heisenberg, we've had Rock Simmons Flock, has gone up there, cards, I think. So it's not exactly like brand new, so kind of you know, natural build for this, but um. I, yes, I, I get the I get the impression this is going to be similar vibe to the uh, Paris APC shows, um, sort of a not necessarily non-canon, but maybe not so important. But maybe they, get gonna... one from the uh, Body Slam. Hey, maybe get a uh, coward qualifier here. Uh, yeah, you could do. Um, it would be a I couldn't really see anybody in Denmark who would be. I don't know if there's anybody really in Denmark who would be. Ready to go because that's a big old step up. I mean, not I'm just going to say name to get a reaction from you, Carlos Samora. But how do you lose? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, Dragon Gates La Estrella has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, taking next week next month. Uh, think uh, Alan Farrell's back in the booking squad here because this is, I know La Estrella has been doing a lot of stuff in America. Uh, I think Deadlock Tour saw much from in earlier today. Um, yeah, Balkan and the anniversary show on 16th, 17th of December. So, more international names and to be getting back to being that melting pot it used yeah. to be for international names. Yeah, you always get the you always get the bit of a random booking for anniversary. Um, hoping, well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping he might get a few bookings over in Europe. Or I don't know whether he's just doing this and going home again. Um, I know he's on excursion in America, and, and again, the timing this is literally the week before Christmas, so it wouldn't surprise me if it was face them back to... This is uh, the trip on the way sort of thing, maybe. Yeah, of course. But yeah, then again, yeah. it's me overthinking things. You can't fly from Japan over Russia anymore, so he's having to go further away to go back. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, plenty of bookings could well be announced, or these could be the only ones. We'll see yeah. in June, of course, but... Um, Speaking of Japan, a uh, guy we've had very high hopes on has resurfaced. Oscar Surf turned up in New Japan. Um, he popped up on the yes. Lawson uh, show. So if, if you're not into New Japan, basically what they do for new guys coming up through the dojo, they'll train, obviously, not on camera. They'll first show up at ringside, so they'll be the guys taking the coats and what have you to the back. Taking the bumps from Suzuki. Yeah, well... <laughs> He's not over there these days, but that kind of thing. Then they go on the ring, they lose. You know, they'll do draws if there's another young line coming up with them. Then they'll lose. Then we'll win. Then we'll go on excursion. But I'm really hoping involves a trip to London. But yeah, Oscar's uh, ringside attended in New Japan. Um, I was. Ex I think we both said we were expecting that because he made no secret yeah. of his wish to go back to Japan. Um, so yeah, I think it was Monday for his New Japan show. A you know, pretty lanky, familiar-looking guy in the background. Uh, I think it's a, it's a Gideon Gray uh, promo thing I saw. It's like, hang on, is that Oscar? Yep, it is. And so, yeah, um, I think the next two we've got is the end of the month. I don't expect to be doing you know, wrestling there, so maybe you know, New Year after Wrestle Kingdom, but the fact that he's around, you know, around shows. That's a good sign. Um, it's a matter of time, yeah. Give it two years, yeah. you might be two to nine on a regular basis. Yeah, get him in the Legion. Gideon, get on the phone. I, <laughs> I, I'm going to bite my tongue, but I have uh, dropped a few hints. Let's just play grass. <laughs> well, um, we, so anyways, we, are, we are part of the uh, intelligentsia at the two to nine, aren't we? 
<laughs> dropping hints and apparently also popping up in weekly pro wrestling, but that's a story for another time. But um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, two shows since we last popped up, uh, Bielefeld and Dresden, both the Wheel of Wrestling, so not for B shows, but we're building up for Drive of Champions next weekend in Frankfurt, so a few seats being laid here, and so yeah, so you know, we've both seen from you liked one more than I did. Um, yeah, started with Bielefeld, so this was I guess Amboss getting back on track after losing Tagfest. Uh, so you had Robert Dreisker having referee stoppage over Ilya Bloom at just under nine minutes, Bobby Guns over Nick Schreier about the same time, uh, count out win for Rotten Flush over Yearn and Vincent Heisenberg. I mean, oh, that was brilliant. This match, I mean. There's more of an angle for the match, but you knew what you were getting there. It's like, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You had you know, uh, Norman Harrison, his, uh, I don't think he's done a second episode, but his Wrestling Review podcast where he said, oh, Jern Simmons displeased him over Tagfest weekend, which the subtitles, yeah. you know, I get what we're going yeah. for, but hey, hey. Uh, no, but no, Norman, uh, read our, Norman listened to our last episode, I think. Yeah. Sorry, Norman. <laughs> I think I still own my... Um... Never mind. Uh, but yeah, so the... When we did the tag, you know, the whole year, no, the, what we called in Mexico, uh, Perejas Incrediblaze, you know, the you know, strange bedfellow stuff. Yeah, you knew the... you weren't going to get here. Go, tag me in, Vincent, tag me in. And of course, it fell apart really quickly. Uh, that feud, of course, is continuing, but you know, at least for stuff like this, it wasn't a, a 10 minute match where they got along, then went, oh, fuck this, and starts, you know, beating into everyone. But, um, I feel like um I feel like this feud has been going on for about two years at this point. Um I don't dislike it, but it, it does feel like it's been going on a bloody long time. Yeah, I mean like it's been going on since at least July, hasn't it? Yeah, because I'm looking now on Cage Match and you can hear the keyboard clacking. So in July we had um they had the, the thing in wacky time limit draw for the shotgun title. I'm trying yeah. to they, no, it's uh, broken rules. We had the in June. We had the uh, last man standing match with Yearn one. Yeah, but there must have been stuff before that. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like yes, this has this been is, going on for months, like for nearly half, eight, nearly a year. It's April. Yeah, April. The whole thing where Heisenberg was getting the count out wins. Oh, yeah. First Oscar, then Lavaniel, then Yearn stood up for Lavaniel, and then it's kind yeah. of you no know, one's gone into world title shots. You once gone into Heisenberg because obviously Yearn can't have a title match until um, Archer loses, loses it. So, yeah, so I mean, we're keeping it going, you know, it's not one of these things where it's like Ben, no, Ben, mind when we fought at Tag Fest, is Yearn retiring? It's like, nope, they're keeping the feud going and keeping it interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't buy into that at all, but <laughs> I didn't think it, it was, was retiring away again because it was going in the interval and just how long it was. Like, that was so damn decisive. How do you, well, they are, but um. Yeah. So if we keep that one going, uh, Chris Archer beat Michael Knight non-title, of course. Baby Allison. I thought that was a, this was a. I thought the Archer Michael Knight match was really good fun, actually. Yeah, I think this one. So I think both shows had like good, bad, good, bad. This and the tag match, I felt is because the tag match had been no contest finish. I think yeah. one pick match tonight, Tristan Michael Knight was going to beat, and again, I'm not surprised. You know, you could put those two in a match. That length of time, you're going to get a pretty good match, and that yeah. is it. And what you got at the very least, yeah, for sure. No non title, um, of course. You no know, Michael Knight in no universe would he be you no know, credible title challenge at this point. At this point, no, 
Um, been, not saying you'll give him a few wins, but like for this point, mid card, you know, Bielefeld, Val really would have felt like you know, your title challenge of the month kind of thing. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it made it actually the fact that it wasn't non-title. There was an element of um, there was an element of uh, Knight could maybe squeeze it. You know, it, it's it's entirely possible. Um, it was unlikely, but it was possible. Um, I I think um, I think well, there's there's a few more matches to go through, but I, I think um, this 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 match for me actually was probably the best of the the two shows we're going to talk about. Um, I just felt it was a really really evenly matched, um, just well fought match. It was it it went fifteen over fifteen minutes, but it didn't didn't drag for me. I think and these are, these are two people I wouldn't exactly say are um, the they I wouldn't say these are the two people who are the most exciting wrestlers in the world either. Um, I don't think that's an unfair thing to say. I think they're not the most exciting people. Yeah, when, I mean, you, I... when you're watching WXW, but I thought this was perfectly good, um, and I I think um, yeah, it was probably the best of the of the of this um, sort of short tour. I think when I noticed again, I think I was listening to the German feeds, um, but I noticed like the crowd took a while to get into it, and again that might have been because no, he won't no, they didn't give night chance. But again, it's a whole kind of thing like with this. It's a good match, but because it was on a wheel of wrestling card and it was mid card, I think a lot of people might yeah. fly on the radar, which unfortunately I don't think it should because it's a really solid match and it's more than the. Or you know, two competent wrestlers having a competent match thing, you, you guess on a lot of places these days. Yeah, and I think you know there, there was a bit of a there was a lot sort of played into Knight being um, you know back out by himself. Um, there was a lot sort of played into that, and I think you know there was Archer sort of played a, you know took advantage of the fact that he was um, you know kind of feeling his way back into singles action. Um yeah, I just I thought it was just a really really fun match this one. I I I, I say it, I don't think it's going to be struggling I don't think it's going to be pestering anybody's spreadsheets by the end of the year, but I, I think it was for sure one of the best of these this it, sort it of stood tall on the card. Yeah. You yeah. had like an angle beforehand then you had a really good match afterwards. Uh followed up uh, baby Allison over Ava Everish. I think that's just more to uh, get no Keep uh, Allison towards the title shot and Ava away from it. Uh, Lawrence Roman, another Amboss um, reinforcing win over Danny Frey in seven minutes by submission. So he's uh, picking up a bit of steam. And main event touched on Sense of Alto, Igle Blanc over Pretty Bastards. Uh, no contest after Rotten Floss ran in. And I think that was more to set up for Driver Champions. Yeah, yeah. Um, was this. I hadn't heard this before, but what what they call it? Are they calling Roman the pit bull of Amboss? Is that that? Yeah. So I think what is so he shaved his head. I think this first show he'd shaved his head on, and then yeah. you know, the pit bull of Amboss, which I mean, yeah, spoiled for the next card. He's yeah. you no, know, he won it. He, you know, he's been getting a lot of wins. He's getting a few submission wins as well. Yeah. Um, wrestling and. You no know, calling people pitbulls. I know, you know back when Vince had full control of WWE, pitbull was a bit of a um, backhanded compliment. Yeah, I'm um, so Jamie Noble and Kid Cash with pitbulls because we're two short, stocky guys who. So, but again, like I guess you can't use the word rabbit because of <clears throat> Chris Benoit, but it's I think that's the kind of vibe we're going. It's like the 
You're short so. technicians. Yeah. You're thinking of your yeah. Dean Malenko's, aren't you? Yeah, that's the sort of thing they're probably aiming for. I think I've had, which yeah. great because well, like, you, think, Roman. I think we've well, been banging the drum uh, for him for years about this sort of thing. Yeah. So. Things well, Roman is you know, sadly apart from the mocking stuff. A lot of XW fans who've seen him as has been with Ash Bay. Yeah, you know, well, you, you, I, I still keeps coming up. You know, we have odd people. Hey, we've all the bash bands in. Whoa, no, that keeps yeah. popping up every now and then. Yeah. Um, so you do need something to not. I mean, it's also going to be part of his history. But you need something to override that. I'm not. I'm not saying have him go off frothing at the mouth, barking all that. But no, don't. <laughs> but you know, well, like, you know he's the, the the stone pit bull, isn't he? So nobody. Yeah. Well, but I suppose people bark at him, don't they? Of well, music, does at least, but um, yeah, so again, I think like Bielefeld show for me was solid. I preferred the Dresden one, I think, because some highs for me were higher, but um, no solid show not like fest. I uh, well, we're going to go on to Dresden in a second, but I, I preferred Bielefeld. Um, I simply think that the just level was more consistent throughout the whole yeah. thing. And the, the you say the highs were the highs were better on Dresden, I think the lows were lower on Dresden as well. Um, and I think, yeah, this show. Oh. This show, the weakest match was probably, you know, was probably Alison Everett. But yeah, we throw the tag match. There's, there's a there's a certain more. ceiling, I think, really with it. Anyway, everything else, I think, was perfectly reasonable. It it was a it was a great um, sort of stop. It, it felt like a it was it was a chapter of the it was a chapter, and it was a it was like right, we've done this, let's move on. Yeah. Um, and I felt that. You know the Dresden show, um, which we I say we are going to go on to anyway. But I just felt that there was there was a lot of things on there which I just didn't didn't get anything out of apps at all. There was one match in particular in Dresden. I was yeah. re- this close from losing my mind all this. But we're going to Dresden, so they did a pre-show match. Nick Schreier over Danny Frey in five minutes. Perfectly fine. Five minute pre-show That's the match. YouTube one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, in a, what they do, so what they're doing if they do a pre-show match that's going up about two, three hours, two hours before the main show drops. Um, yeah, and we've been on YouTube to actually kind of reformatted their YouTube channel so it's English only. So yeah, think was well, it, it makes few, sense. Yeah, I think it was a few months back when they were trying out the Fight Forever stuff. Uh, they had I think it was one match they had um, Sebastian do commentary in German. I think for now at least the mindset is it's English language going forward. So. When you see these matches, you're going to get Dave Bradshaw unless you know he's unwell and we you know, draft um, um, yeah. Metamassi in. But yeah. that's not a bad shot. I mean, I love those two pairing over uh, Tag Fest. I thought they did great over Tag Fest, yeah. I but, think um, they're so, really, really good. And I think was told the Academy shows was first... Because I was first, cause the Academy show was just in German, wasn't it? Yes. Quite possibly. I was his first solo comment. Like, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll correct me if I'm completely balls right up. But yeah, for someone who's you know pretty new to this, to be sound that natural. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it was a good win. But speaking of good wins, Lawrence Roman over Fast Time Mudo just in the quarter for an hour. Again, open match, both from fairly local lads. But uh, one's getting pushed, one ain't. I guess the best way to put it. Yeah, and actually, for a long time, it was the other way around, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought this was probably, um, I think this is probably Mudo's best match he's had post-COVID. Um, 
post-closed set, I think. Um, I think he did really, really well in this one. I thought Roman looked great again. Um, I say they're really pushing him as sort of the the little su- su- um, submission pixie, aren't they? Really. Um, yeah, so I think it, this was a really, really good one. And after that, uh, Bobby Guns over Rambo. So at the start of the show, they had um, Metahan. Yes, Metahan was being interviewed by... My mind, I thought I'd mixed up the WWE and Metahan has uh, been interviewed. Bobby Guns still wants to finish the business they had in the close set shows. Metahan wants yes. to do it in his terms. He booked a match against him with Rambo, who um, seems to be uh, Metahan's uh, lucky these days with no eye touch. And yeah, they, they were sort of saying that they go way back. I mean, yeah, they do. They go back through sort of GWF, and they said he, you know, he's as close as being family. Um, I think that was the quote that Bradshaw yep. said, anyway. So yeah, there is there, there may be lenient to there being a bit of a Berlin coalition. Um, in uh, yeah, Abdul, uh, the old Azel group, Abdul and I touch. Um, Abdul seems to have disappeared for the most part. Um, yeah, I touch is still around. I touch still around. He's got that funky seventies game show music in GWF these days, but um, yeah, yeah, he's, he's most like GWF and perhaps Project Nova, but. He's done some WXB stuff. Like I think he's doing the Academy shows, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. I've got the Academy opens the tab for quick run down the end. I don't think he's on the most recent one, but he has been popping around he's been on, yeah. Um, yeah, so Bobby Guns beat Rambo with the crossface. Of course, that's Metahan's move. And there's a whole you know, sending message. They're building up to a match, whether it's an anniversary or if I can drag it out to Carrot. That sounds like a... I don't think you can drag it to Carrot. I think you could headline a, um, you could headline one of the other cities, but I don't think you can drag it out to Carrot. I'm not saying it's like main event. I think you could, you like, could use Metal like versus Gun match. for Hamburg. Mm, um, for Bobby Gun's break. You'd want to do it before that, though. Well, you'd want to Hamburg's do that only, only January, only two months. Yeah, I think you could, you could you could keep it to January. So obviously going down that, uh, Levaniel beat Jacob Crane in two minutes. Again, it was a squash. That was kind of a getting his win back from uh, you know, Norman Harris's uh, screw job over at Tagfest. Uh, Icarus and Robert Reisker beat Peter Tahani and Oshie by referee stoppage just in the 20 minutes. Um, I think this one, Tahani, was that elbow to the bridge for nose he got busted open. And these ambos matches, singles and tag, blood's becoming a bit of a theme in them. Yeah, um, it makes you think, are they going to, you know... Well, Dreisker, I think, has always been a bit of an underrated hardcore wrestler anyway, because um, he was sort of doing a lot of that sort of towards the start of his career, wasn't he? Like, I remember, like, the, the, the blood feud he had with Dragunov. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of blood in that. Um, yeah, they are, they, are certainly, uh, they are certainly getting quite bloody, and I think that... It's you know it's one way to really get a team like a, a, a hill faction over is you just have them battering everybody, um, and you know Orshi and Orshi and Tehani they're not pushovers, nope. um, so it's, it's not suppose, just two randoms off the roster to make up numbers. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, so um, the whole thing is I think the idea is that Tehani's nose was broken. Yeah, um, and I think so. I think we talked about some last one. So this about academy show, uh, Oshie's elbow, you know, bloodied up Dreisker's nose. 
It's a Passion Pro show not too long after that where Dreiser got his revenge. Um, yeah, I mean, I know I think we you know plugs at the time about Passion Pro, the 2022 Passion Cup. Go off your way for that, it's on YouTube for free. Yeah, a lot of familiar names on there, so it's not a who's this guy, who's this guy kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, Amboss, they're into spilling blood big time at the moment, and yeah, yeah afterwards, Berchahani said he's going to bring out another side of him at Drive the Champions, and we're doing Dreiskunikus against Tahani and Ilya Bloom. I hadn't said it, I think, you know, we spoke last night and I hadn't picked up on this, but Ilya, run, run for your life, my man. Tahani's been turning since about July. <laughs> In my head, he has been. Um, I I thought he was doing a, a tag fest. Um, I think he's, I think this is all, um, this is all um, there. It's almost like, what's the, I'm trying to think of the the right word, but it's it's induction. It's this is all an induction thing, um, yep. indoctrination, canonization, yes. canonization. I suppose that's the is that the word? Yeah, I mean, you think yeah. it's, it's a short uh, shortcut. He was very he didn't want to use the chair. It yeah, was he didn't want to do it. So, yeah. I I think I, this is hundred percent. This is him. This is him. Going through, I don't want to say hazing. That's not the right word, but it's in initiation. That's the word. That's good. Yeah. This is this is just the you know, initiation. He's doing his bloods beforehand, and I I I I I've, I've, been, I've been saying this is happening to privately. Um, actually, I think I've said it on here. Um, I, I feel that this has been happening for months and months and months, and I think you're going to watch if it does happen soon. You're going to watch that, match them shows, and you're going to be like, how how did I not see that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Tiani's turning, um, but you've only just realised it by all. <laughs> Again, uh, maybe I'm just too easy to have a wool pulled over my eyes. Maybe that's just me, but but um, so yeah. So we've got that uh, next weekend. I think that's match. But um, carrying on with Dresden, Metahan submitting Johnny Rancid. I so, saw. Was, was Michael Knight was meant to be the original one? It was an injury for our call. No, Michael Knight was uh, meant to be against um, Rancid. Against Rancid, so he he got injured. Oh yes, yeah, so, so no, so Levaniel got injured in his match, the neck injury, and he got pulled from the non-televised match the, the day after. Yeah, he did the whole uh, galactic place crush. He was like clutching his neck afterwards. That's what got me confused. But he, so it was Metahan Johnny Rancid. Why did this go quite 15, 12, 15 minutes? Why was it so even? Like, all due respect to Johnny Rancid, he hadn't even, been around for a year. Yeah, he's nobody, isn't he? Um, he's, he's probably not going to be back around. Like, if he's on the next shows, if he's on the carrot lineup, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. It's a guy who's not been around for a year, who was advertised, or not mentioned as, you know, not as a no-hope, but, like, he's not been around, you, we don't see much of him. To go 50-50 with Metahan to me is like, well, it's kind it, of like it, if you want to if you want to have a, a local a local guy in against Metihan because obviously Metihan's you know he is although I think it is slightly dubious to say that he is probably the draw in this group. Um, if you need a local hero for him to go against him, you didn't advertise Roman versus Mudo. Put him against Mudo. Yep. Um, you know, and you could have put Roman against Rancid. You know, it would have made no no difference, but. Yeah, bloody 12 minutes. I mean, I suppose there's an element of, yeah, we've advertised Metahan's having a big match on this code card. We've got to have him go 10 minutes. But, yeah, no, I, I thought this was dross. And I, 
I'm looking at your rating for the next match, and I feel like you've done this one hard, hard done by, by the way. <laughs> I do tend, if I see, I mean, the match technically wasn't bad. It, was, it felt like, you know, I think it was like a couple of chin locks, and it's like, oh God, we're gone on. It's like, the match wasn't bad, just for me, it just did not fit what it was advertised. Like, if this was like the next night in uh, Leipzig and wasn't televised, fair enough. Rancid Metaman, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, to me, like, say, I think by the end, it wasn't, oh, thank God, that's all. Like, we, I mean, we've seen matches for so bad. We just it wasn't them. terrible, but it just wasn't very good. Yeah. And it wasn't one of those, oh, thank God, nobody got hurt kind of bad. It was just, just went for too long. Make it half length, can still do you 50-50, have the same results. But, yeah, I mean, it's not long and it's not going to do any harm. It's just, you know, when he's sitting through it and it's like. I would have given Guns Rambo more time. Personally. Next up, uh, Ava Everett's looking for new bestie, so she's apparently beaten everyone in the women's division. She wants a competition. She gets Zeratus. Speaking <laughs> names. Oh, yeah, this is a bit of a random book, and I liked this one. Um, yeah, I've I seen you've gone two stars on this, and yeah, I think probably, yeah, from a work rate perspective. But... It's more so, I, I, and people have mentioned this to me. I have like a weird sign scale, but it's under 10 minutes. Like, well, that's like TV length, but. Yeah, it's a match I enjoyed it, but for like it's four minutes. Yeah. Like, well, it was it was more of an angle than a match, yeah. really, wasn't it? But um, I yeah, didn't that realize Zeratus masks called Mary. Okay, I didn't know that. Did they mention that on the commentary? Um, I think I think the crowd were chanting as he was holding the mask. I was like, because his uh, Instagram handle I think is Zeratus Mary. Oh, okay. It's like so he's holding up the crowd chanting Mary. It's like. Okay, so those are local fans who are really into Zeratus and probably Eastside Revolution Wrestling, I guess. Well, I tell you what, if the Schwinger Club came out in Dresden, they would have been bloody bopping off the <laughs> bopping off the ceiling. So, like, come on. I found like a um, you no know, production music version of was it the uh, the old Midnight Express theme? <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, if, me... the, if if the Schwinger Club had come out, they would have been they would have lost their minds. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I say this was more of an angle. It was you know, a Everett. Was, for me, I called it a homage to a Halloween B movie. Yeah. You know, the big um, scary monster she ran away from, but ended up getting the win over. You know, it wasn't an, it wasn't offensive. I think it's the kind of match you, you know you you knew you what it was. Uh, the fact that Ava got the win. You no, know, this was her last booking for the time being. Um, I mean, I suppose I I I, I see Ava coming back again and again. Oh, and absolutely. Again. Um, so you know, I've got no problem. I, I think she's been perfectly fine on these shows. I've actually quite enjoyed. I, I enjoy the promos, I suppose. So um, they've grown on me. Yeah, I they have grown on me. Um, even though they I, are, and I think, think she knows how to. Sorry, you go. So you think Frunch is hard? Like the carrot Frunch was like the really annoying, screechy. No, but no, really you know, get the fans against her. This time on, she's tried something different. I mean, like, just in terms of ring gear, it's not, no, it's been two different characters. It's not been, he's the same person you saw in March, just twice as loud. It's been different acts. And I think the whole point of these kind of excursions, especially in how early she's into her career, they're meant for trying stuff out. Like, I know yeah. it's limitless. She's got the whole yeah, this, arts this... group, which is part of. It's, so, it's the equivalent of you know going on tour in Europe and playing a few songs off the B, off the B side and seeing if they're hits. Yeah, you know, it, and it's, doing greatest hits. Yeah, and um, you know, Ava's 
you know, let's say she's back in, she's back in, um, I think she was much better this time than she was in March for sure. Yeah. Um, but there's also, there's now, there's a, um, there's an ongoing storyline, you know, when she's back, you know, there's the whole thing with Eva that's got to be resolved. Um, you know, there's going to be tension with Norman. There's going to be, you know, there's, there's going to be all that sort of thing. Um, and also, she's going to return as she's a former women's champion. So there's always that. Um, so, yeah, and I think oh, the other thing is she gets over with. She she knows how to work a crowd who doesn't know who she is. Let's face ninety nine percent of the people don't know who Ava ever is, and she's working a foreign crowd. In a language, but in a language she doesn't speak, yeah. and she's doing it extremely well, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a that's a real testament to I think the strength of her and the improvement she's had in the two month, let's say probably cumulatively three months that she's had in WXW. It's a real testament that, that, that I think it's it's there's there's definitely a lot of progression there. Yeah, and, and it's I, the kind of thing as well. You look like I mean. I will fire up her cage match just to not keep me honest here. But like, she's in... never she's never bought, she's never appeared on my timeline for anything she's done in America. Um, yeah, and I say it. and I know cage match, especially for small American indies, aren't no bass hot. But like since then, she's done a promotion called Let's Wrestle. Uh, she's done Mission Pro. She's done C4 in Canada, uh, wrestling open that beyond spin-off thing. Uh, Limitless, I would say, is probably a home promotion at the moment. Uh, chaotic. Um, yeah. Northeast Championship Wrestling. An AEW squash. Uh, Limitless again, NCW again. Creative Pro. So it's, it's mostly Limitless and... No, that's it. Limitless made a home promotion. And it's like, these aren't the same crowd every week where you can find that... I, yeah. I don't want to say safe space, but, but you can find that... Hey, I can try this out, and I know this crowd's going to be easy with me either way. But you know, like, yeah. But I think I think the thing is, is hey, with with this, it's 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 been very beneficial. I think both ways. I think WXW's had a very good, a very talented prospect come with them, and I think especially for Ava is the sense of if, let's say, I don't know, uh, who who used to run in Borehamwood. The promotion, uh, in... yeah. like now. I know they don't exist anymore, but whatever. If yeah. if Pro Wrestling Clash booked Ava Everett, I'd probably go and buy a ticket. Yeah. Now, um, if there was a... when we get to WrestleMania weekend next year, and you kind of, I know you watch everything, but I don't. I watch as little as possible. Uh, not as much as I used to, but but you know, I watch as little as possible. But if I was like, oh, that card's got Ava Everett on it, I'd probably go. Oh, I might maybe watch half hour of that. Yeah. And I think, you know. She's she and when when I say when I said earlier because I, I didn't really finish it, she's never appeared on my timeline before this, and she hasn't really since. But I feel that this experience has put her up in at least in my head. She's put her, she's put herself up in the the top ten sort of people on the American Indies who I'd probably yeah, who you'd go off your way to see. Who I'd probably go, uh, I'd maybe go and have a look. I'd, if I saw it pop up on YouTube and it was a 10 minute clip, I'd probably go, oh, I'll have a look, have a watch of that. And, I, you know, for somebody who kind of tries to watch as little wrestling as possible, <laughs> I'm only joking. 
but you know, for, it, it, she's at least put herself, I think, on a lot of people's radar for all this. Um, and I think, yeah, really, really good work. And I say you put two stars in this, and I, I get what you have, but I feel like uh, this was infinitely more interesting than the Metihan Rancid match that went on before it. Yeah. The main events so, we had we be hey, Trails Back. Good job. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, I don't think it's no Femme Patel's part of Coward, but you know, if she comes back Coward weekend, uh, can oh, see get a lot of bookings. Yeah. It'd be great. So the main event, we had Axel Tisha and the French Doors against uh, Tristan Archer and Rotten Flot, so they kind of played us off the last time we were in Dresden. Um, yeah. The way they had be so, uh, Tisha lost because it was, it was a match of other two referees, Rotten Flot came out, Distracted both referees, low blow, Archer won. Uh, complete different story this time. Both Tisha did beat him in Dresden last time, didn't they? Yep. He did beat, he got the visual pin, but obviously uh, they put didn't the count. foot on the rope, didn't they? This time, no, Tisha got the win. Okay, it was over Mikhail Schenkenberg, if, if you've gone by who he pinned. But again, Trio's match, I, I really enjoyed it. But again, I think it was one was it was starting to feel a bit long by the end of it. Yeah, it, you know, it went so, over 20 minutes. Because um, I remember. I always sort of judge it by how much time's left on the little bar at the bottom, and I'm thinking, oh, it's a long old, <laughs> it's a long old thing left for the final match. But um, yeah, it was perfectly fine. Um, I thought there was a lot of a lot of the lucha spots where there was especially a spot where they were doing the sort of the dive to the outside, and um, Charisma's just kind of standing there waiting for them. I thought that was a bit. There was a lot of them sort of spots which yeah. didn't really landed particularly well. But I thought, you know, the 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 um, the Tisha comeback at the end of the match was really really strong. Um, as I say, he's having a career renaissance really as a wrestler. I think he's, I think he's probably doing the best he's ever done anywhere. Um, Tisha and um, yeah, I thought the the sort of the 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 hot the hot comeback at the end of the match was really strong. Um, and ultimately, for a show like this, he sent the fans home happy because you know hometown crowd, and he he got a you know decisive win. Um, yeah, decent decent match. I think probably I think apart from the the match from Bielefeld, I thought this was probably yeah this was another really good one from this sort of tour. So again, I think both fours. I guess they're popping on the you know if you want those who just watch us to break W on delay on the network. I guess these are popping up. Uh, I'm yeah. like just looking to see what they what they are planning on doing this week. Um when they send the intern to edit it together. Well, I don't think it's even that I think it's just send the files off. So at the moment, uh no directs will be this week, but there is new progress and of course the blood money show. Um <laughs> yeah. yeah, less said about that for better, but uh, so that's it. Obviously Dwex W uh have this weekend off. Uh, they did have an academy show last weekend, didn't make it. Eight. No. Um, we had just to run through uh, Tipper Hendrick over Jacob Crane, Diana Strong over Michelle Green, Hookah, Kilo, and Rocky Jones again uh, beat Fires, Aguilar, Kuro, and Mayek. Uh, Thiago Montero beat Celine, Safar Mean over Massimo, Ultima Sombra over David Adili, Yuval Goldschmidt over Zeratus. The main event was Danny Frey and Ilya Bloom over the poster boys of Alex Duke and Don Sheen. So, okay. didn't make a tape, but I think a few names who've been on past Academy shows wouldn't surprise me to make the Fight Forever taping in a few yeah. weeks. There's always there's always good progression, I think, from those shows, as I say. You know, um, off- next up, uh, yeah. Driver Champions. I think the Batch Cups nearly sold out from what they're saying. Like, 
Yeah, like, they've done a good crowd, I think. Um, which is good. So now, so far, you've got Alice Inc. Uh, title rematch over Baby Allison with the women's title. Uh, French Doors defend the tag titles against Rotten Flot and Pretty Baskets in a freeway. We've got uh, Ambosses, Robert Dreiskanikras, as we said, against Peter Dahani and Run Ilya Run. And Karanor against Axel Tischer. That's the match from Broken Rules they're finally getting around to doing again. Have they done that in progress already? No, they did one early in the year. Um, let me see what show. So they did one early in the year in uh, no, they did Broken Rules. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do it again in I want to say uh, the Grunge by Dead End and Grunspan. Yeah. But um, was, uh, oh, yeah, travel in, problem, because yeah. what ended up happening was Carl pinched his ankle, I think it was. Yeah. And you've got Axel Tischer getting Leon St. Giovanni in the opener. This was a late yeah, shot. That was it. You had up to sing replacing LSG in the shock and match. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a delayed rematch. And I think this is one clearly, you know, they want to do the trilogy at some point, but you need to have a second one first. Um, next night, uh, November 13th, we're doing Fight Forever taping at uh, Fight Club Gelsenkirchen. Uh, three matches so far. I've got Alice Inc. against Endicara, Ilya Bloom against Icarus, and Peach Dahani against a debuting Leighton Buzzard. It's a name out of ICW that's uh, making his way to Germany. Leighton Buzzard in between Harlington and Bedford on the Thames, looking like. Well, taking a few more steps to get to Gelsenkirchen. Oh, no, no, sorry, no, I'm thinking, no, that's not Leighton Buzzard. That's Flittick. Oh, well, they're my, they're my jokes completely <laughs> messed up. Train nerds, you've lost your credibility there. But, yeah, sorry. Um, I mean, I've seen there's a few people who've seen like he's done PCW as well before. Uh, he's late. done a lot of ICW, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't exist anymore, but <laughs> maybe he works there. But, he works a yeah, lot in Scotland, doesn't right. he? He's originally from Bristol. Yeah. Um, again, if cage matches, right? But I'm looking through his cage match, and like he did uh, Preston City Wrestling back in March, and it's ICW, ICW, no. Affiliate promotions, for one better word. Um, he did a show in Israel back in June. Uh, yeah. yeah, so and OTT in Ireland in, in August. So, yeah, mostly it's been ICW like their surrounding satellite promotions. So, yeah, yeah it's you know, a bit of a step out. Um, from what I've seen, more than ready, but the fact yeah. they're putting him in there, you know, against you know, Peach to Honey, I think that's going to be kind of like a measuring stick they're going to be using. And yeah. you know, see what form Peach Dahani is by the time we get to November 13th. Exactly. Uh, then November 19th, we've got two direct review shows. Start the home one, so they're in uh, the Linton Hallett and Wolf and Buttle. Uh, it's not is... making tape. We've got uh, Jern Simpson, Vincent Heisenberg, Falls Count Anywhere. So, yep, that one's clearly going on, as we said. Uh, the show where they make Jägermeister. Is it? That's where it is. You know, I'm going to Google this. So. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, Jägermeister is in Wolfenbüttel. There we go. That's my Wolfenbüttel fact. If you Don't go and have a Jäger bomb. Uh, so, yep, the Herblicule the Jägermeister. Yep. Don't say there we don't uh, teach you guys anything. But um, Yeah, that's my Wolfenbüttel fact. And the other fact, they host the three-day International German Bus Pulling, bus pulling Championships in May 2009. Oh, let's go. Oh, 2009. Um, we're, we're, yeah, we're a little bit late. Five 20, 13 years too late. A five-person team pulls a 16-ton bus 30 metres. 
Maybe Ambos can do that when Dorber's there back to full strength. Yeah, four of them. Yeah, well, they'll have five of them then by then, won't they? But uh, viewer, Shorts <laughs> doing there in Toronto, Canada in two, in two weeks, uh, November 19th, as the core post of Smash there being taped for the network and you'd assume to Wexler now. Uh, the WXW representations, you've got Kevin Bennett defending the Smash title against Bobby Guns, Axel Titius taking on Jake Something, Christian Arch defending the WXW belt against Carter Mason, Psycho Mike against Noir. And a four-way with John Creed, Maggot, Matt Cross, and Robert Dreisker. Yeah. November 20th, we're in London, Ontario for the second show. Uh, the wrong Arch- London. Wrong London, yep. Tristan Archer against Kevin Bennett, Jake something, Carl Noir, Psycho Mike against Maggot, Matt Cross against Robert Dreisker, uh, Born, vers- Born Vertical against Axel Tischer, and Carter Mason against Bobby Guns. And last one... But we're going to mention for now is uh, November 26th at the Kuzkreutz and Fulda. Wheel of Wrestling looks like it's going to be a non-taped show. Bobby Gunn's Axel Tisha main event. So that show is uh, promoted by our very good friend Shaggy. And I believe it's uh, Gunny Stomping Ground as well. So hopefully yeah. he'll be there up close and personal taking photos. Can't but hope. Exactly. Looking forward to it. Shame it's not making tape, but um, I think the big folks is Drive of Champions and the Smash shows. Don't think the Rexby now has put up a, a schedule for this month. Um, I know they made a big deal, rightly so, of what they had in October is what the uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine shows plus like the wrestling cults and all the other stuff they put up. So yeah, probably just three shows this month as it as it stands. But um, some interesting stuff, obviously, with Driver Champions next week and the stuff in Canada. But um, yeah, looks to be. Pretty interesting time, of course. We said we've got uh, Back to the Roots is now back on the calendar in January, so maybe the Kafik Schlacht, but who knows? Yeah, maybe you'd hope so. Maybe a bit too rushed for a proper Ambos one, but again, you know, we'll see. As we keep saying, plenty of wrestling to be done between now and the end of January. But um, exactly, I think that just about wraps it up, Mike. We've you know, two shows, a lot of shows in the future, but um, anything to plug uh, before we wrap it up? Uh, not really anything immediately we do obviously i have the ground hoppers guide on youtube you can find that type in the ground hoppers guide on an eddie you can find it there um yeah not really anything else but you can follow me on everything as at mike kilby uh i will stay be staying on twitter so don't worry <laughs> until it shuts down yeah. <laughs> but yeah so yeah again views uh, can find over backbodydrop.com phone on menu.com uh, Twitter, Big Back Body Drop until Elon pulls the plug. Instagram, Back Body Drop. Your mic killed you on everything, as you said. Yeah. And I guess until Driver Champions, I mean, he's Mike. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you in a few weeks. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>